Hello, we would like to welcome you to Hopeville Conversations for Women, led by two of our pastor's wives here at Inglewood Baptist Church, Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. It is our prayer that you rest in the hope only Jesus offers through God's Word in our conversations today. Welcome to um, Hopefield Conversations again. We're super excited that you're here with us. I'm Jody, And I'm Carolyn. And, you know, there's a few things that we're going to talk about before we get started today. And, and one thing I do want to point out, Carolyn, yeah. is I know there's a lot of changes going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of schooling right now. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of people <laughs> that are homeschooling for the first time yeah. and they're they're working with their kids and then there are some going to school in the classroom in right. person and they're struggling with wearing their masks mm-hmm. and just life is not like it used yeah, to be. Yeah, it's totally different than what mm-hmm. we consider normal. So yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. Um, our family is a homeschool family, so we've been homeschooling throughout. So, um, but I just added our third daughter into kindergarten, so it's our first year doing oh three gosh. separate grades. So, oh my gosh, um, I'm right along with y'all <laughs> that are homeschooling. <laughs> it's a it's a juggling game, but um, the Lord has always been faithful every year to give mm-hmm. us exactly what we need when we need it. Um, not to say that it's not a struggle and not a challenge sometimes, but he's faithful. And so I think if we just offer this year, this unique and strange year to him, he's going to use it in our lives and um, to bless our family, to bless our kids. So um, I think just seeing this as an opportunity to minister to our children that we've never had before is really important. I I love that. And I think that hopefully will encourage those that are listening because (laughs) I imagine uh, getting, you know, out of the chute, there's been a lot of struggles and just knowing that, you know, God blesses and he is faithful and he's going to help every, every one of us. And uh, he knows our children and he knows what you're going through and what their needs are. And so just count him faithful. And, and, and I see it as a blessing. I think that um, if we allow these circumstances uh, to happen, what will happen is we'll grow more dependent on God. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and need him more. And yeah. that brings him great glory. Right. Um, so, you know, we've got a few uh, updates on what's going on. We just finished uh, our last series was mm-hmm. um, foundations in the home for any age, any stage. We also did a series on the Philippians, the mm-hmm. book of Philippians, and we did a short series on the names of God. So what, if, if you're not, um, up to date on those we encourage you to still take time and go and look those up on inglewoodbaptist.com back forward slash i think Mm -hmm. women Mm -hmm. and you can see some of those Mm -hmm. and also uh, we'll have our podcast updated as soon if not already by the time that you see this um so uh you as you go and do that we really want to that we hope rather that Mm -hmm. you'll be encouraged and you'll find um a deeper security in your hope in Christ because that's what our hope in in yeah. you know, process is through all this absolutely forgive me I'm stumbling over my words no, as that's good my brain is getting ahead of my <laughs> mouth but because I'm really excited when I want to just go ahead and just tell you what I'm trying to hold back from saying <laughs> and just say you know if you're watching this you're gonna wait this looks different Carolyn and Jody are actually we're in person so together <laughs> and we're so excited about that mm-hmm. and um for those that might be concerned just go ahead and know that we have taken great 
precautions uh, for this. And we are um, still very serious about um, COVID and what's yeah. going on. So uh, please um, um, know that yeah. that we have considered that as well. But mm -hmm. we uh, really discerned from the Lord that it was okay for us to to start meeting in person and bring this to you. So we're excited about that. But you may be wondering what's next. Um, we won't be doing another series, so to speak, but we will be bringing you still the foundations from the word. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord has led us to start focusing on some stories or probably better stated some accounts of some biblical people uh, in, in the Bible and looking at um, their life in the context and kind of what they're known for. Because mm -hmm. we really think that uh, God will use this uh, material from the word and help us draw strength and hope and encouragement mm -hmm. and be inspired by what they went through, how God showed up and how their life changed and to see God's faithfulness mm -hmm. and to also just recognize God's nature. He, if he's an, and let me say, if he's an, not an un, unchanging God, mm -hmm. he isn't right. How do he's unchanging? Thank you. Yeah, he's unchanging. That's <laughs> he's, right. un, he's, he's unchanging. unchanging. That's right. He's unchanging. If that's true, and I do believe it is, mm -hmm. that same nature that we're going to learn about throughout His Word and these accounts of, mm -hmm. of these lives is going to be true for you and I today. Mm -hmm. And so that we want to. Um, uh, take you through that journey with us. Yeah. So but in today's episode, Carolyn and I are going to speak on uh, someone that uh, is known as the mother of nations. Her name is Sarah, and she's uh, also known as someone who questions God and doubts God. But ultimately, there's a transformation that takes place in her life where she really counts God as faithful. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, I know that you and I have already in our personal study mm -hmm. one-on-one we have uh, gleaned so much yeah. from her story, even though we've read it over and yeah, over again, yeah. we've gleaned a lot from it. But okay. I do want to let you guys know that this is really uh, mine and Carolyn's first time having a conversation about Sarah mm -hmm. and that we just wanted you to be a part of that initial conversation mm -hmm. too. Um, but if you're taking notes uh, and you want to jot down some references, our main um, scripture that we're going to be focused on are a few, so I'm just going to give those to you so you can just jot them down. It's out of Genesis uh, chapter 17, verse 16, and then Genesis chapter 18, verses 9 through 15, and then Genesis 21, 1 through 8, and then we're going to step into Hebrews for a moment, Hebrews 11, verse 11 through 12. Yeah, I love what you said, Jody, because we, we discussed before we started filming that, you know, God's word is living and active. And so mm -hmm. every time we read a story, um, some of you might be familiar with the story of Sarah, but even just reading it again, this time, mm -hmm. I just get um, just a fresh sense from the Lord of who he is, how he worked in Sarah's life and how he can work in our lives too. So I think that's amazing as we study the word of God. So um, you want us to go ahead and open up in prayer before we start talking about yes, Sarah? Yes, okay. that'd be great. Go ahead. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Um, thank you for being faithful and unchanging in, um, in a world that seems to constantly change all the time. Circumstances change, our life changes. Um, we have worries and concerns, but you are the faithful God. And so I pray that um, as we read and study about Sarah today, that you will remind us of who you are 
and who we are because of you um, and that you will draw us into a closer and deeper relationship with you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 All right. So we wanted to give just a brief overview of Sarah's life because um, Sarah is found in Genesis mainly. We first see her in Genesis 12 verse 11 um, and her name then was Sarai. Um, you'll remember later on that God changes her name to Sarah, but right then we, we called her Sarai. So um, Sarai and Abram went into Egypt because there was a famine. Um, it's a long story. You can look it up in Genesis, but they were caught in a lie. They were thrown out of Egypt by the Pharaoh. And then time went on. God makes a covenant with Abram and tells him that he will be the father of many nations. Now that's super interesting because Sarah and Abram by this time, we're pretty old, um, elderly, too old to be having a child, um, typically. So um, when Sarah had the, heard this news, you know, she, we don't really know what she said, but. Um, I think she was, was she in her 90s? She was in her 90s, I think, when Tom, Isaac was born. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so God comes to make a covenant with Abram, tells him it's going to be the father of many nations. We don't know at this point if God has spoken to Sarai, but we know that he's spoken to Abram about this. So, mm -hmm. um, so Sarah, Sarah hears what God told Abraham. He real, she realizes her age and that, um, you know, this is not going to happen. She can't comprehend how that's going to happen. So she takes matters into her own hands. She said, yeah, well, God, I was going to say yeah. before you said that, it made me think, um, taking matters into her own mm -hmm. hands. I'm mindful of the background of Abraham and Sarah. Mm -hmm. They were raised in a pagan family. Mm -hmm. They came mm -hmm. from a pagan background. Yeah. And so God called Abram out mm -hmm. and, and uh, Sarah followed and was obedient to follow yeah. her husband. Yeah. So I think perhaps over time and God continues showing up to Abraham mm -hmm. and ministering in that way mm -hmm. that um, by that witness, perhaps. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 She just, kinda... yeah kind of came to that point of, yeah of acknowledging and knowing God. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I think when she hears God tell Abram that he's going to be the father of many nations, she's like, okay, that sounds great, but <laughs> right, like, right. how's that going to happen? Right. So instead she gives her servant Hagar to Abram so he can have children with her. She mm -hmm. thinks that she's come up with the solution for this. Um, so she does that. He has a child with her and Sarah quickly realizes what a huge mistake she's made. Um, Okay, so fast forward again, many years later, God appears to Abram again and tells him again that he will have many descendants. And then he changes his name to Abraham, which you'll see throughout the Bible when God speaks to a person, it really works in a person's life. He changes their name, which I think is really cool and, and beautiful. But um, so he changes his name to Abraham and then changes Sarai's name to Sarai or to Sarah, Sarah, um, and then reminds them that they will have a son. Mm -hmm. He tells them they'll have a son. So Jody, will you read for us? That's recorded in Genesis 17. I wanted to, we wanted to just read this to you straight from scripture. Yeah, it says, um, so God speaks to Abraham about his promise that he will be the father of a multitude of nations. And then he mentions Sarah and he says, I will bless her. And indeed I will give you a son by her. Then I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. King of peoples will come from her. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, I can't even imagine what <laughs> I know. her, I mean, that's just unfathomable. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe he meant something else. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what was Abraham and Sarah's reaction? They both laughed. Yeah. I think I probably would have done the same thing. Absolutely. It sounds, it sounds crazy. Ridiculous. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Yeah. Um, and so 
we'll read later on in the next chapter in Genesis 18. Um, let's read that that to get a little context. Yeah, um, well, and, and what yeah. the setup is for this is that um, later on, another time, three men, one being the Lord or Christophany is what scholars believe, visits Abraham uh, while speaking with him. So keep that in mind as I read Genesis 18, 9 through 15. Mm -hmm. It says, they said to him, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, they're in the tent. He said, I will surely return to you at this time next year. And behold, Sarah, your wife will have a son. And Sarah was listening at the tent door, which was behind him. Picture that now. Where was, you know, the tent was right behind Abraham and she was at the door peeking around, mm -hmm. I, I imagine, <laughs> putting that ear up, you know, to, to this um to the side. So um, now in verse 11, now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. Mm -hmm. Sarah was past childbearing and Sarah laughed to herself saying, after I have become old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. So she called him out as being an old man too, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. And, and the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh saying, shall I indeed bear a child? where I am so old, when I'm so old, mm -hmm. is anything too difficult for the Lord? We'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. At the appointed time, I will return to you at this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah denied it, however, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. Mm -hmm. And he, the Lord, said, no, but you did laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as far as we've read, this seems to be the very first time that Sarah heard directly from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Up until now, God has spoken to Abraham and Abraham's told Sarah these things that were going to happen. But now she laughs and he said, no, no. <laughs> she said, no, I didn't laugh. And then he said, no, you did laugh. Right, right. Um, and then is anything too difficult for the Lord? I think mm -hmm. that's going to be a really main focus for us today as we yeah, think about Sarah's I think so. story. I think so. But then will you finish up with what happened um, to yeah, Sarah? Absolutely. And then I go into Genesis 21, one through um, eight right here. Yeah. Uh, then the Lord took note of Sarah. That's key. Mm -hmm. He took note of her and he said to her, uh, and he had said, let me read that again. Then the Lord took note of Sarah as he had said, mm -hmm. and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the appointed time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him. I think they're trying to stress mm -hmm. that right there. Yeah. His name was Isaac. And then Abraham circumcised his uh, son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. And she said, who, who would have said to Abraham that, to, that Sarah would nurse children? Yeah, I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Mm, I love that. <laughs> There's I love so that. much in that. Yes. Yeah. I love that at the beginning where it says that God or the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised and as he had said, that those are such good reminders. Like mm -hmm. what God says he's going to do. Yeah. Um, even if it sounds crazy to us. <laughs> um, so that was, yeah. After reading this, I must say, I felt conviction that I often forget who the Lord is, that mm -hmm. I underestimate him. 
why, why should I think that this story is crazy? He's the Lord, the God who made everything, the creator of the universe, the creator of our bodies. Mm -hmm. So yes, of course he can do anything. So that was one of my main um, things that I learned through this scripture is just, That's you know, good. I often underestimate who he is. And um, I think we could see how that led Sarah to worry, like even back with Sarah and Hagar, where she gave Abraham her servant, mm -hmm. um, you know, she was gonna, she was so filled with anxiety and worry for Abraham that she took matters into her own hands. Yeah, that's good. Um, and so I think we, we can really miss out on living in that peace when we try to take matters into our own hands and figure out the best way to solve the problem instead of just giving it to the Lord. Cause you know, just as it says, he does what he says and he, he is who he is and he's, faithful to keep his promises. So we can live in that. We can really live in that peace that he gives. Well, when, when I was reading it too, it made me go back on something that the Lord settled within my heart um, a couple of years, several years ago, mm -hmm. taking my um, belief in him, not just from believing in him to believing him because mm -hmm. I believed in him, you know, mm -hmm. hands down, I believed in him, mm -hmm. but because of my own personal trust issues, my own personal mm -hmm. struggles, mm -hmm. filtering it through my life mm -hmm. and my past and my story, I still think I was, I know I was still struggling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can believe you at your word, God, mm -hmm. because I think I can believe it for everybody else, yeah. but not for me because yeah. there are so many trials and struggles I've personally gone through and I would work at it and work at it and fail and work mm -hmm. and fail and work mm -hmm. and go on. This is impossible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not until there's a couple situations in my life, um, that, uh, that it wasn't until I finally just said, God, I, I can't get this right. Okay. I can't stop this sin. I can't, I can't, mm -hmm. And he's like, perfect. Yeah. You can't. That's right. And it's like, let me do in you what you can't do. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that, just let that settle mm -hmm. in just for a second. God can do in us what we can't do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a, that's a battle. And mm -hmm. it's complex mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. But ultimately is simple. Mm -hmm. And if we just believe God can mm -hmm. and yeah. God will and just let it go. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's just one of the things that just spoke to me yeah. through that too. And I think so often we want to understand mm -hmm. every everything that's going on. Um, I think that's our nature. We want to have control and we want to understand um why this is not happening for me or why this right. is happening to me or um why this is taking place. But really, if we think about who the Lord is, um, we will never understand God completely. Mm -mm. We won't understand his ways. His ways are so much higher than our ways. Um, so those things that we see with our eyes and understand with our human minds are only, you know, only a little bit of what's going on. God's always at work in the background doing things that are according to his plan and his plan is always better. And so I think we need to live in that understanding that it's okay if we don't understand everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And in fact, if we think we understand what God is doing, then we're kind of reducing him to just something small that we can understand. And that's not who God is. God is um, infinite in his wisdom and his power. And so 
we as humans will not understand his ways perfectly. Um, and I think that's yeah, key. I think yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Because he does, yeah. he does give us enough insight right, to right. understand his mm-hmm. ways and he gives us his word. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I can't think of what the scripture is, but, you know, not everything is mm-hmm. written in here. That's right. Not everything. And if everything was written, there's a scripture that talks about it would what fill the earth. Yeah. Feel, I mean, <laughs> yeah. so much. So yeah. God gives us mm-hmm. just what we need That's to right. know. And I think ultimately, if we understood everything, we wouldn't need God. Yeah. And yeah, we don't want, we don't want that. We don't want right. to be the people at the Tower of Babel. Right. You know? No, yeah. no. And I think when we have those places where we don't understand, we do know through his word that we can trust his character. So mm-hmm. we know a lot about him through his word. So mm-hmm. um, anytime I'm not understanding what's going on in my life, I can go back and say, I don't understand this, but right. I know who God is. Right. And, and so good. I can live in, in that trust and that peace. And that gives a great deal of peace mm-hmm. when you're facing uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's think, good. Yeah. You know, and, and just thinking of again, a little bit more on our life as it is today, uh, how I can relate to Sarah, you know, ultimately she was grumbling, (laughs) you know, um, I try not to grumble, but I'm human Mm -hmm. and I don't use that as an excuse, but it's a fact that it's always a struggle and just to to grumble and complain. Mm -hmm. Um, And like we said earlier, you know, we, we tend to try to take things in our own hands. So, Mm -hmm. you know, when's the last time that you got impatient for God to fulfill his promise? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> when we get impatient, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. The, the mm-hmm. moment that you feel that urging up inside of you, I do for myself mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I have prayed about this and I've mm-hmm. prayed about it. And I've gone to battle and I've been on my knees and I keep coming and coming to you. Mm-hmm. And and what I have learned from that experience that I still am learning because I forget, easily forget mm-hmm. from some of the... Absolutely, yes. <laughs> is that... I, I hear you. I heard you. I'm answering that prayer, mm-hmm. but I want you to come to me and recognize who I am. Mm-hmm. Spend time worshiping me mm-hmm. and, and, and be careful not to be, um, this is something that just kind of came to mm-hmm. me is because I've experienced this. Be careful that the thing that you are fervently praying about and you're over and over going over and then it does consume you throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Be careful that the thing you're praying about doesn't become an idol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's super easy for us to fall into. Yeah. yeah. If you've never recognized yeah. that happening before, if you're in the middle of battling something, now I'm not saying don't go to prayer and battle, but no, no, by all means yeah. do it. But evaluate, take a, a step back and go and when's the last time I went to the Lord and just, praised him, mm-hmm. worshiped him, thanked him for who he is, not for what he can do and what I need him to do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there's something comforting that takes place when we just spend some time and rest from the battle mm-hmm. and go in his presence yeah. and just kind of renews out. I love that. Mm-hmm. And finding that contentment in him, not mm-hmm. in the situation that we want to turn out a certain way. Like if, if I'll, I'll be really happy and really content if this happened. Right. We don't have to live like that. We can mm-hmm. have that contentment in the Lord and who he is and trust him with that. And then um, I think we can all say that from experience that, you know, we've been in situations where we've had to wait a long time and it's been so worth the wait to watch how God plays yes. it out in our life. Yeah. And um, that we're so happy that we didn't go our own way, our own mm-hmm. thoughts, that we mm-hmm. left it in the Lord's hand because his, his ways are so much better than 
anything we could come up with in our own minds of how yeah, things could go. Good. So that's good. yeah. I, I, I was just thinking, yeah. um, you know, about the pain that uh, I think a lot of us can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sarah. Yeah. So I think through this story, we can see God's loving kindness towards Sarah, mm-hmm. just that deep care for her. Um, I think any woman who has gone through any sort of infertility can know uh, that deep pain, that mm-hmm. unique pain that's, um, it's just really unique to the struggle of infertility. And think about Sarah who had struggled her whole life. I mean, she was in her nineties when she had Isaac. So her whole life, she was struggling with infertility. And, and back then that was like, that was her one duty as a wife to have mm-hmm. children. And she had not done that. And so that and it was critical yeah. back then to have an heir. Yes. And so yeah. that's when she went to um, yeah. uh, Hagar, Hagar. Yeah. To, to create an heir. And that was her purpose of doing yeah. that. Yeah. You could see her desperation yes. in that, in that pain, mm-hmm. but that God saw her and he, there's so many accounts of this all throughout scripture. And I love that mm-hmm. how God saw these women who are without child or children and, mm-hmm. and looked at them. He cared for them. He hears their cries. And I think that's the same of course, that's the same God who's our God. And so he may not answer our prayers the way we think is best or the way we want him to, but he does see us and he does care for his children and he hears our cries and, and his plans are good. His plans Mm -hmm. are the best, way better than anything we could come up with. So just trusting him in that. I just, I love that, that care that we see for the Lord Mm -hmm. or for Sarah from the Lord. Um, just that deep loving care. Yeah. And, 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 and she missed seeing that Mm -hmm. in God because she started focusing on what she didn't have and the struggles that she was going through. Mm -hmm. And she impatiently, um, blamed God. She, you know, there's scripture and there's talk Mm -hmm. about where the Lord has not allowed me or Mm -hmm. basically saying that he's not keeping his promise. So that's when I'm going to take my own hands with Sarah. But, you know, I think the overarching picture here too is, a lot of times we think that God has forgotten us and that um, our life is not turned out the way that we, we thought it would and it should or what have you and our dreams, some of them have been crushed. Mm-hmm. But if you think about Sarah and her position in being obedient to follow her husband and go on this long journey mm-hmm. and, and um, to hear a promise that God had for her and still feeling small in the sense that it was taken so many years. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of years. And I forget how many, how many it was from the moment wow. that it was promised to Abraham mm-hmm. and even Sarah heard it before she actually conceived and, mm-hmm. and going, you know what, wondering, do you have any purpose for me? God, mm-hmm. do you have mm-hmm. any purpose for me? It's just going back to the questioning of God. Uh, but mm-hmm. his purpose for Sarah was to use her life to give life mm for generations to come. And she had a major role in fulfilling God's promise all throughout scripture regarding his son, Jesus Christ. And so when we think Sarah had no idea, she couldn't imagine, she couldn't fathom. But the, the, the reality that I think that we can apply to this for ourselves is, is going, wait a minute, the same God that's unchanging. I said, right. This time, the God Mm -hmm. that is unchanging has a purpose in mind for you. He's not forgotten you. He sees you. Mm -hmm. And it's maybe been a long time since he's given you a call in life or he's put something in your heart that you to fulfill five years have passed away, passed by 10 years, Mm -hmm. 11, maybe in your 11th year. Mm -hmm. And God still hasn't helped fulfill that. But I want to say through Sarah's life and her story, Mm -hmm. the account of her life, we can go, no, 
we can have hope mm -hmm. because it's all about God's time and it's about his glory mm -hmm. and what he's wanting to do through our lives. That's right. I love a verse in Exodus where um, it's talking about the Hebrew nation and God's people, God's chosen people and how God saw them and he heard their cries and he knows them. And I think that's the same for us because we're his children. Mm -hmm. He sees us right where we are in our situation, in our pain. And he, he hears our cries. He hears our prayers and he knows what's best for us. He knows mm -hmm. that. And we can rest in that. And that's so hard sometimes um, when we want to fix things or, or that our pain is so deep that we just, we cannot stand it, but we can rest in knowing who the Lord is, even when we don't know what's going on in our life. Mm -hmm. um, and so just to take great comfort in that, um, but I also wanted to mention that we see Sarah in the Old Testament, but we also see her in the New Testament yes. in Hebrews. I yeah, love that. that. Okay. Yeah. It's in Hebrews 11, which is what we call the hall of faith where yes. we record a lot of, um, a lot of by faith people that mm -hmm. lived by faith. So, um, I'm reading in Hebrews 11 verse 11 mm -hmm. by faith, Sarah herself re received power to conceive even when she was past the age since she was, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants as many as the stars of the heaven and as many or as in, as numerable, innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. Um, so, yeah, there's Sarah in the Old Testament. And then we see her all the way up in Hebrews mentioned with all these saints, um, you know, her husband, Abraham, all these saints. But there's Sarah um, she considered him faithful who had promised. Um, I love that. I love how it's Sarah's highlighted, but ultimately it's the Lord, you yes. know, she's yes. mentioned in here because she considered him faithful who had mm -hmm. promised. Um, and she lived her life that way. Yeah. So I love that. And yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking about, she considered him faithful mm. and, and I don't know if she considered that when she finally conceived. Mm. So my thought is, is that if, consider God faithful before he fulfills yes, right now his right yeah, now yeah. consider him faithful because that is truth because mm -hmm. his faith he 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 remains faithful mm -hmm. so um if you're doubting and questioning God ask him go to mm -hmm. him he already knows that don't be ashamed to take that to mm -hmm. him he and because what we do is when we speak that to him he is so gentle. Mm -hmm. He is gentle and he'll speak truth back to you. Mm -hmm. Walk with uh, expectancy with your eyes open, your ears open and ask God mm -hmm. and, and keep asking and keep asking mm -hmm. and wait expectantly mm -hmm. uh, for that. So what hope can we cling to from our discussion mm -hmm. today is kind of what we want to wrap up with. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so God keeps his promises. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, yeah. that's the yeah. main, that's, that's the hope yeah. that we can hold on to. Yeah. And he is faithful. Mm -hmm. We see that in Genesis 18, 13 is anything too difficult for yeah. the Lord. And then immediately we go to Luke 1 37 for nothing will be impossible for God. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? And that's another, that that's from yeah. Elizabeth. Yes. 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 So that's see? another awesome yeah. story of God. So exciting. And then finally in Ephesians 3 20 through 21, now to him who is able, and you can probably finish this by now with me. <laughs> now to him who is able to do far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. 
Amen. Mm-hmm. And I love that, yeah. um, that we did that. So yes. that pretty much, there's so much more we could dig <laughs> yeah. into with Sarah, but um, we don't want to keep you too long no. on here. Yeah. Um, but um, anyway, so that's, yeah, that's yeah, kind of nuts and bolts. Awesome. So that was, that was a lot of fun just kind of getting it your was. insight on that. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and, and I think if we just live in that trust, mm-hmm. um, don't miss out on living and trusting that he is faithful right now because mm-hmm. we'll miss out on so many blessings. We, we, we will know. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. That's good. And if, if after hearing this and you want to go a little bit deeper, I think we would encourage you to take the scriptures we've given mm-hmm. you and go look them up yourself. And if you've yeah. got a study Bible or, you know, if you can get on the internet, some of those tools mm-hmm. of just uh, reading a little bit more and about what the commentators say yeah. and stuff. And while you're doing that, ask God to give you fresh eyes because as uh, mm-hmm. I was talking to you earlier yeah. that, um, well, you mentioned it too, yeah. I think that God's word is alive and it active. Yeah. So even though the story might be familiar, ask for fresh eyes and for, you know, what I've been doing a lot of lately too is Lord, when I read your word, help, help me see you in here. Mm -hmm. Let me see more of your glory, your character, your nature. Mm -hmm. And it's just a sweet time and fellowship with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, so before we wrap up and pray, I meant to uh, also, uh, I mentioned, I don't think I did in the beginning that one of the other things that we're going to add to this mm-hmm. new way that we're doing things is that we're going to have on occasion, some guests with us, yep. hopefully in person, if we can fit them in right here. So we found <laughs> we'll a place. Figure that out. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out or they may join us on zoom on a phone call or what have you. But, uh, we're super excited about some of the guests that we're going to be inviting and introducing, uh, you to them and get their insight as well. Okay. So, um, but yeah, that's it for today. And we really are excited about where we're going with this and we hope that you are as well. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and so, yeah. yeah. So you want to close this I in sure prayer? Will. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the story of Sarah and what an encouragement it can be into our life. And, um, Thank you that we see you as the faithful and true God. Um, Thank you that your ways aren't our ways. Thank you for your plan. Um, Help us to trust you in every situation in our life. You are trustworthy. You keep your promises. And we want to live in that trust and that peace um, so that we don't miss out what you're doing in our lives. And so um, as we read and study your word, speak to us. Um, draw us into a deeper relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.